y'all, y'all, welcome back to why people listening to this. We're talking about some country music today. Oh. Hi, I'm Chip. We're doing the whole show in this accent. This is right. It's going to change. It's British accent. It's sort of oh, it's just fast. Oh, British. Right, listen. Fast, fast fucking cars. Fast car. It's fast. a fast automobile, Mr. 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 Hanlon. <laughs> yes, right. It's quite oh. a rapid automobile. Anyway, listen. Sorry about this. Uh, we're, uh, this is Why Are People Watching? Well, no. Why Are People Listening to This? Jake, what podcast are we on? Uh, we're listening to stuff. Why Are People Listening to This? My name's Jake. I'm Justin. And... Uh, podcast where we talk about the popular music of the day by looking at the billboard charts mm. and seeing what the hell people are listening to and i've been looking forward to talking about this for a while i'm very excited to hear your thoughts on this luke combs cover of tracy, tracy chapman's, chapman's fast, fast car. car so so i'll just say this I, as soon as you sent me the list of what yeah. we're, li- we're going to talk about today yeah. You're like, Luke Combs, Fast Car. And I'm like, oh, my God. My wife heard that in the store, and she was so angry. <laughs> like, she heard it. She's like, what is this? What is this abomination? Like, she was so upset. Yes. Yes. This is so – this is an interesting one for me because um, I find um, when when an artist gets rediscovered, mm-hmm. I think that that's a good thing. So, yeah. But I – I can take I take issue I guess sometimes when people do these covers of songs in a way that it's so tone deaf. Okay, this is I think I know what you're talking about. Um yeah, maybe. Uh, as to the original version. So yeah. um and also and this is this kind of goes to the uh, for me like the power of music mm-hmm. in in terms of memory. Like I have very distinct memories of hearing this song for the first time. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't think that this album was ever released actually on vinyl, the the original version of this Trace Chapman album. Uh, I think we had a cassette tape of it or we had like a compilation greatest hits Tracy Chapman thing growing up I'm trying to remember. Um, but <clears throat> I guess the media is not the the media type is not important, but I remember hearing Tracy Chapman for the first time as a young boy, uh, in so like early '80s, very early '80s, and being quite captivated by this song in particular. Sure, and um, it's such a powerful performance. Yes, it is a powerful performance in that the way she's singing it makes it's, you feel things. Yeah. And I just like literally right now got chills. Yeah, thinking about that. And this song, song. Like, when this came out, this won a crap ton of Grammys, and like she was right nominated for like album of the year, song of the year, whatever. All this sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, like she yeah. this this song was a big deal at the time. Yes, it's a classic song, and and I I feel like some songs by some artists are like sacred ground, mm-hmm. and that they should be left the way that they are and not touched. You know what I mean? I do. And I think that the internet and a lot of people seem to be reacting to the Luke Combs version of the song with those same sentiments. Like, yeah. why do you, are they good? Oh yes. There's a huge backlash against this song. Yeah. Cause just for the audacity of covering it as a covering, white man, covering it as a white man and singing it with, and singing it in a country way very country-ish production with no emotion with quite like but it's just you know as good as luke combs 
sings and as good as it's performed because it's Nashville Cats, it's great. Mm-hmm. All of that is everything that you'd expect to hear from a top build country artist. Sure. I can't take anything away from that. Mm-hmm. Great. I've heard lots of people cover this song mm-hmm. in my life. And every single time I think that no matter how well they sang it or played it, because it's not a terribly simple guitar part, uh, every single time I'm like, I fucking wish they didn't do that. Uh-huh. Like, leave that song alone. Uh-huh. Leave it Leave it for Tracy. You take everything else fucking away from her. Like, she can't get arrested walking down the street. Nobody who knows a clue who Tracy Chapman is today, mm-hmm. unless you're our age, right? And so, okay, I'm not being the bitter old man on the soapbox. It's like, you kids don't know anything about music. <laughs> it's, it's that that's an all-time classic, absolutely jaw-droppingly strong performance on, on, like, on an all-time great song. Yes. And... <clears throat> You know, I've been playing music for most of my life, and everybody does covers mm-hmm. when they're coming up, you know, and especially, like, until you're writing your own material, you have to write do other people's material. And the thing that drives me batshit about this is that he's in Nashville. Like, you could walk to the top of the tallest building in Nashville and take out a handful of pennies, like 100 pennies, and hit 140 songwriters. <laughs> Like through Ricochet, like there are great songwriters looking for a break and, and that have great material, maybe fast car level material, maybe right. Mm-hmm. And he chose to cover that song when that song was, you know, retired is Hall of Fame first ballot song. Like don't touch it, don't 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 look at it. It'd be like if somebody came out and. And did uh, like um, I'm trying to think of other sacred songs that come up to my mind, like uh, somebody else doing Georgia on my mind. Just be like, no, don't do that. Let right. like, leave it with Ray. Like it's a great song, you know. So like that's one of those songs to me that's sacred. It's like, like no, no, it's it's that's Ray Charles's song. Don't touch it. Like you can like it, you can sing it at home. You know, you can do your own demo version of it and be self-indulgent and all that kind of stuff and take something from that song and use that and inspire your own song. But, like, don't fucking cover Fast Car as a white man. Well, that's it. I think a lot of the reaction I read is half it is that, which is um, this song was perfect and and the performance we all know was the only thing it should ever be. And the other half is, like, and on top of that, like, you're a straight white guy like southern covering like a covering queer a, black a queer woman's black song woman's and so it just song. seems that just feels so now we're going to take that away from them. yeah it feels icky yeah, uh, and so a lot of people are upset it's. for that and i get that i agree as well also the the lyrics of the song sung from a man's point of view it doesn't work it, for me it feels creepy it feels very me. wrong and so there's that on top of it like, and the lyrics are so good there's so many lyrics in that song that feel so much stronger from a woman's perspective. Oh, 100%. That, like, Especially but you can, like, you can bend it and be like, yeah, okay, yeah, men have to deal with these things too, for sure. But, like, I always felt like listening to that song, like, I didn't grow up in a house where, like, I grew up in a pretty normal, like, middle class home, like, very safe and, and comfortable. Like, we, we never, I never felt like, 
broke or, or anything. You like, didn't feel was like, like you needed a There fast was always car. food. There was always, you know, I was loved by my parents and all this kind of stuff. But I, I always, like, connected to that, like, he says his body's too old for working, mm-hmm. but he's too young to look that way. It's like, you know, my father, my old, my old man has a problem. Mm-hmm. He lives in the bottle. That's the way he is. Says his two bodies too old to be working. His body's too young to be looking that way. And I'm just like, whoa, that's that's a that's fucking heavy, dude. Yeah, that's a very heavy lyric. Yeah, you know, and it's just like, wow, like people, people have to deal with that. Yeah. I didn't have to, but it helped me kind of like gain from some perspective from 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 like what is this song about? It's like, oh, she. She obviously comes from like a home with an alcoholic father who's yeah. not working and she needs to get out. I'm all right. All right, Tracy. Yeah. Get in that car. Let's go. I know. Let's it doesn't... go under the city. You get a job. Yeah. You know. Well, we want you to succeed. Yeah. Yeah. But from this guy, it doesn't it, it doesn't feel I don't right buy coming it. from his voice. I don't no, buy you don't it. buy it. Exactly. With it's her, just the... so much artifice to a song that felt so real. Mm-hmm. Yes. That it's just like, dude, like why? Why well, are you like, like? Why are you doing that? And I wonder if Luke Combs like was like, uh, I'm going to redo Fast Car and make a million dollars. But or, well, here's the exciting silver lining. I don't know if you've seen this. I don't know anything about this. Oh well, this is the best part, which is aside from the fact that it's introducing this song and Tracy Chapman to new mm. people who are now going to Google her and find the original song and be like, holy shit, this woman's amazing. Mm. She. Owns a hundred percent of the writer yeah, rights I know and she publishing owns all her rights yeah. and publishing. Yeah. Which, oh yeah. Which nice. means she gets it all. Everything that this song is earning is going to Tracy fucking Chapman. Yeah, nice. So she is earning a ton of money, and this guy isn't really earning jack shit off of this song. So like, in that sense, uh, as as much as it's a real bummer for her, it's also amazing for her. Um, because she also is now yeah. a number one on the country charts. It's the first time it's ever happened for a black woman. As the sole songwriter, right? Uh, so that's cool. Great. So, so she's getting a lot of accolades and a lot of money out of uh, this. So that if I were Chasey Chapman, I, I wonder if I would be like, yeah, it's kind of annoying this version of the song, but like, I'll take that two hundred fifty million dollars. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and, I don't know, and, and you know, she's an activist, and like, and and uh, like, she's probably going to take that money and put it into women's shelters or something you know like so there's the silver lining i guess yeah that's good so every time we're listening to it she's getting money she's getting paid but you know i mean and not this i'm not trying to shit on luke combs or anything like that because you know i wish every musician all the success in the world but it's like he's gonna get his end out of it because people are gonna check out his other records oh sure they like his version of it yeah 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 He'll get some residual he didn't release sort of it runoff to, of because that. He's no, he didn't release it to make Tracy make money, Chapman yeah. any money. He's making himself money. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I wish that like he could just do a better job of the song. But I don't think that's possible for him to, it's not his to even style. scratch the surface of what that song means to a lot of people. No. And that's just that's just the, the 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 ridiculousness of country music as it exists today. It's male, it's so patriarchally dominated that like if you there's a there's an article in the in, in the New Yorker or something like that that I read a while back and I need to reread, but they're kind of like the unwritten rules of country radio. You know, it's like you can't play two women artists back to back. If you you know because because it's so male dominated. You know, it's like yeah. people will just turn the dial. Uh, they want that big deep baritone male voice. Yes, yeah, yes, and so and, and it's just rock and roll music for people who lost Civil War. <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> yes, there is a cachet to country, right? So when you get your uh, what was his name there, the the black artist with the the Old Town Road, like oh, Little Nas X. Little Nas X comes in and it just upsets the apple cart. Holy shit! It's yeah. the opposite of what country music is, and everyone freaked the f out, right? Yeah, because because we all know what it really is is like straight white guys singing about their their women or whatever. Yeah, and so and of course it's not always then a gay that. black guy comes in. And, yeah, yeah, like it's that's not obviously that's not what it always is. Like Taylor Swift started out as country. Like you have the Dixie mm-hmm. Chicks. You have a lot of like feminist uh, country. It's great. Oh, absolutely, but. We all know at its core what it is, and it's the sound of this guy with his deep. It's that voice, masculine. the acoustic guitar. There's a pedal steel that comes in. Yeah. Eventually, all... a drum goes do 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 do, and then it's a rock beat. Which is the opposite of a gay lady song about uh, about uh, abusive homes, right? Yeah. Like it's the opposite of what this yep. song is about. And that's what yeah, that's what I mean by the tone deafness of it, right? Yeah. So. It's a really tricky one, and, and but I but I always look at it definitely from the perspective as like I love that song so much that anybody, any an artist that I love could come up and do their own version of it. And be like, don't touch it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's better material to cover. <laughs> Literally like, anything. Just yeah. leave it alone. Like learn. Like you know, it's a good song to learn. Play it at home. Play it at home. Play it for your guests. Like enjoy the song as a lover of music, but don't fucking record it. Leave it alone. Yeah. It, and plus, I listened to both of them on the way out here. Yeah. And it's, it's like, even just listening to Tracy's version, which is so stripped down. Yes, it is. Right? And it's very quiet. Yes. Like, it's recorded at a very low volume. Like, her probably sitting in a room playing the guitar part and singing it live. Mm-hmm. Right, and his is so shiny and crisp big. It's and big drums and, come in. Oh yeah, it's all. It's like whoa, look at oh yeah, Nashville bitch, and it, and <laughs> it just feels so profane. I'm Nashville to me. Bitch. It feels very profane. Sure. Well, you're not alone. Is all I can say. Based well, I on feel my good quick about research. that like, because I was upset the first yeah. time I heard this yeah. as well. I was just like, a lot of people were. A lot of people were. It's like but, why, 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 why? No, don't. Stop, but at least stop that kind of thing. Chapman getting paid. Good. Pay the woman. Pay the woman. Yeah. That's the conclusion. Yeah. <laughs> so listen to the original, please. Yeah. And, and then listen to this so she gets paid twice. <laughs> but just put it on mute. Yeah. Awesome. it's just so upsetting. All right. Well, poor Jake, we're going to go get you a few shots of vodka and uh, All right. things will be better. Let's do it. All right. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> Why Are People Listening to This is brought to you by the Black Box Collective and Outside the Lines Press. And it's produced by me, Jake Hanlon, and my friend, Justin Gregg. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a rating and maybe a review on the Apple Podcast Store. This is the number one thing you can do to help out the show, strangely enough. And it's simple and it's easy and you can do it right now. 